0: Hey, it's Madison the Black Eagle. And here's a highlight from today's show.
1: Let's play a clip of this phenomenal, phenomenal speech. Short clip. Uh, Give us the ballot back in 1957.
2: All types of conniving methods are still being used to prevent Negroes from becoming registered voters. The denial of this sacred right is a tragic betrayal of the highest mandates of our democratic tradition. so our most urgent request to the President of the United States and every member of Congress is to give us the right to vote. Give us the ballot, and we will no longer have to worry the federal government about our basic rights. Give us the ballot, and we will no longer plead to the federal government for passage of an anti-lynching law. We will, by the power of our vote, write the law on the statute books of the South and bring an end to the dastardly acts of the hooded perpetrators of violence. Give us the ballot, and we will transform the salient misdeeds of bloodthirsty mobs into the calculated good deeds of orderly citizens. Give us the ballot, and we will fill our legislative halls with men of goodwill and send to the sacred halls of Congress Men who will not sign a Southern manifesto because of their devotion to the manifesto of justice, give us the ballot. And we will place judges on the benches of the South who will do justly and love mercy. And we will place at the head of the Southern states governors who will—who have felt not only the tang of the human, but the glow of the divine.
1: Give us the ballot. Let's bring on somebody who is fighting for the ballot. He fight, he's fighting every single day, and we are so grateful for the work that he's done. Currently 71 days into his hunger strike, starving for voting rights, the one and only Black Eagle, Sirius XM, Urban View family. Mr. Joe Madison, how are you, sir? Welcome back.
0: Hey Clay, you, you know, i got to tell you, um, uh, hearing that speech, First of all, thank you for having me. I'm sorry. I, I, I Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, I was listening. Did you hear him say, give us the ballot and and we won't have to worry about passing an anti-lynching yes. bill?
1: Yes, and you were on that. There's,
0: there's an anti-lynching bill <laughs> before the Senate today. Yeah. It it passed. It's called the Emmett Till anti-lynching bill, and and it's being held up by the junior senator uh, from Kentucky. I mean, Mm -hmm. and he was talking about it in 1956, and we still don't have the anti-lynching bill. And if if I had to rewrite his refrain give us the ballot i if he were alive today i bet you that dr king would be saying over and refrain over and over protect our ballot Mm. protect our ballot and we'll be able to do all those things that that he mentioned in 1956 which by the way was 1 year after the Montgomery bus boycott was settled mm-hmm. by the the Supreme Court and most people around the world didn't know Martin Luther King uh Jr. He was just becoming uh well known because of the uh bus uh bus boycott interesting I mean that just Brought it all together why tomorrow or or uh, is is going to be important, and this week is is going to be important but um i i oh god I'm so glad you played that oh thank you thank
1: you oh listen, thank you, and I know the advocacy that you've done around the anti lynching bill i was I just found an article mr. Madison, that in nineteen twenty two there was an anti lynching bill that was filibustered in 1922 mm-hmm. 100 100 years ago mr Madison, it's yeah
0: yeah 100 there have been there have been two over 200 and you know you, you know our we always have to get it straight don't we clay because if we don't the haters come out oh yeah and if i say if i say 220 <laughs> they'll criticize us because it was 221 Right, uh, but you know it's it's over. <clears throat> excuse me, it's over two hundred uh, uh, attempts to get an anti uh, lynching lynching bill, and then you then and then you wow, you just found so a hundred years ago we we're ch- we we're trying to do the 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 same thing.
2: Okay, mm.
0: This is this is crazy. This this is absolutely crazy. Um, where we are today which is which is why you know uh you know 71 days ago i i just didn't wake up one morning and say oh i'm going on a hunger strike um uh, i i was i had joined in demonstrations with the people for american way with Ben jealous uh i had supported the uh, the chairwoman of the Congressional Black Caucus, um, and, uh, and and Melanie Campbell, uh, and where who she had been arrested uh, several several times. Uh, Bishop, I'm uh, you know Reverend, um, uh, they, they, you know several ministers, um, you know helped helped or host and organize a, a a rally back in August. And I just felt something else had to be, had to be done. And so I just began talking to various people and, and, and then I realized that, uh, I, I started thinking about my friend and Dick Gregory, my brother. And, Mm. and he, he, and I went on, uh, you know, I went on a hunger strike with him on a couple of occasions and he had taught me how to, how to do. And, and the one thing, and so I just kept thinking and thinking and, and I said, i a hunger strike is a protest. It's, it's political and it's moral. And I, 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 I thought about my children. I thought about history, what happened after the, after the first Reconstruction, and and how uh, 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 historically, I was thinking about the state of Louisiana, um, where um, where what it was uh, was it, it was a few years after the end of the first Reconstruction that Louisiana had 130,000 black folks who were registered and voting. Mm-hmm. And and um, and they when they got rid, when, the tr- uh, when they withdrew the federal troops, when uh, they withdrew the federal troops in Louisiana between in, in the year 1898, uh, Louisiana ended up with no more than one. They went from one hundred and thirty thousand black people who could vote, men at that time, down to, now get this, 1,342 mm. black folk.
2: Mm.
0: And, and and the first thing they went after when they removed the federal troops under the Hayes, Tilden Compromise, the first thing they went after was the vote. Mm. And for over 70 plus years, you know, we... We as we as black folk called hell. We called hell in in all the in all, mostly in southern states, but not exclusively, but primarily where basically 90% of black America lived at the end of the Civil War and during Reconstruction, which only lasted seven years, and then and the first thing they went after was the vote, and the Klan was born. South Carolina had, uh, they created what they called gun clubs, uh, you know, which was used, these clubs terrorized black folk who couldn't vote. And I just, I just decided that when the history books are written 25, 50, 70 years from now, I just don't want my grandchildren and great-grandchildren to ask you know, what did, what did I do about it? Hmm. And um, I also realized that hunger strikes often get attention and, and, and it it sends a message. It also makes people ask, "Is, is it that important that you're willing to sacrifice your health? The answer is yes. But then I also said to myself and, and the others that that just as food is essential to maintain life, the vote is essential to maintain democracy,
2: hmm.
0: and that's why um, that's that's what went into the decision uh, to um, do what if, if if Dick Gregory were around. Uh, I I can almost guarantee he'd be um, he'd be doing the same thing
1: yeah be right right alongside with you mr. Madison let me ask you this so uh, 1965 the Voting Rights Act passes you're you're 16 years old Uh, but later in your career you know as you get older obviously you're working with so many people who have just been on the front lines you of course you, you you knew Rosa Parks you worked alongside her did you ever think – then, of course, in 2013, the Voting Rights Act is gutted. But as you're coming up in your career and you're working with so many activists, again, you're so close with, with uh, Mr. Dick Gregory, the late, great Dick Gregory. In the 70s, 80s, 90, did you ever think we'd be where we are now? Mm-hmm.
0: Did you think it'd be like mm-hmm. this? No. Oh, no. No. And, and let me tell you, uh, you don't have to uh, be involved uh, involved in the civil rights movement. I, I i made that actually i made that decision when i was in college mm-hmm. uh when we were trying to uh, you know fight to uh uh get uh, uh black teachers professors um uh, uh, african american history uh, uh, programs and 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 curriculum um and 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 administrators, you know, I mean, this has been a lifelong uh, struggle. But to answer your question, no. And, you know, and it's just not we as black people, you know, you can ask any American, any person alive today who's, you know, who's old enough to remember I mean, no, I don't. I don't think ever in the history. Well, let's be honest. It got, ever, there's never in the history of the United States of America that we've seen American citizens try to destroy their own capital. Hmm. This has never happened. It's hmm. not what we have seen as it relates to the civil rights movement. But folks ought to understand what we saw a year ago, January 6th, has never happened in the United States. And we, I mean, we all have to be honest, we came within a hair of a coup,
2: hmm.
0: of literally a coup. You, you know, now, now we know it might have been sedition that these folks actually had guns stashed in hotels around Washington, over in Virginia. guns, man. So they were prepared to do what? What do you do? They were I, what? They were prepared to kill Pelosi? They were prepared to hang the vice president? Mm. And this is you know, and some of these, these people are walking around as if it's as if it's, it's normal. There was nothing normal. Um, and and that's and I gotta tell you, so my hunger strike, um the the the, the various protests and arrest are nonviolent protests. These folks decided they were gonna overthrow the country violently and almost did it. That's why, you know, I'm not you know, when people say, Well, how do you, you know, are uh, you know seventy one? They, why are you doing this? Um, the, the reality, people sacrificed much more. I mean, look what Goodman, Cheney, and Swarner, What happened to those individuals? And they were college students. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there there was a teacher out of Florida, worked for the NAACP, who on Christmas night. His house was bombed. He, he he was the head of the NACP in Florida. Last name was Moore. And mm-hmm. and, and this was this is decades I mean I'm sorry, this is uh, almost a decade before Mega Evers was killed. Mega mm-hmm. Evers was killed reg- because he was registering people to vote. Mr. Harry Moore, T. Moore, Mr.
1: Madison. Harry T. Moore, nineteen fifty one. Yep. Ha- Harry, Harry T Moore. Harry
0: T. Moore. Harry and his he, he his, his his they, they planted dynamite under his house on Christmas night and blew up his house on Christmas night. He died on the way to the hospital. His wife died a few days later. And he, and he, he, was, he was instrumental in registering people to vote. Uh, Megar Evers, his wife, Merley and I uh, very good friends, served together on the board of NACP, uh, I mean, she uh, uh, she reminds people Meggie was murdered in his driveway because he 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 was coming from a voter registration route. Mm-hmm. So when people say, well, man, you know, you're sacrificing solid food, I always tell folk, people have sacrificed a lot more than You know than a ham sandwich, uh, then you know and 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 so I I just I don't know I mean there are good days there are bad days I anticipated everything I've gone yes I've lost weight so I've gone that's but I'd much rather lose pounds than to lose democracy and and I mean this with all seriousness because we have got to learn that that uh what some uh, uh who professor ron walters former chairman a uh, former chairman of the political science department of howard university was asked by a group of uh, he was lecturing a group of students and trying to he te- you know explained to them the various movements and 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 what and what uh nonviolent political action was all about and he said to him that you got to have more than just moments. Uh, you, you know, students have these moments they were having where they'd show up for this demonstration. He said, you got to have a, a movement. You got to create a movement. And one of the students, Clay, a- asked him, well, what's the difference between a moment and a movement? And he said, all movements require sacrifice in human history. All movements require sacrifice. And and so people, you, you know, and that's the only way that, that change is made. Uh, there has to be some form of, of sacrifice. And when I think about John Lewis, John Lewis is a, a, was, was a fraternity brother of mine. I knew John Lewis. I knew, knew of him before I knew him and man think i mean look what he sacrificed and and i'm not talking about most people know him as a congress person uh but think about um uh you know some of these folks sacrificed their education julian bond very good friend of mine i mean julian and i were like brothers Mm. julian most people don't know this his father was horace man bond who was president of Lincoln University at one time, one of the top educators in this country, black or white. And he was just a few months, less than a year from graduating from Morehouse, went to his father, Julian told me this story, went to his father's into his father's study and said he was dropping out of college out of Morehouse. He was just months away from getting getting his degree to to go and work with SNCC. Man, can you imagine mm. having to... Here your father is Dr. Horace Mann Bond and, and for, former president of a university, and you walk into his study or wherever and tell him you're dropping out of school to go join a group of college students and julian didn't get his college degree until i got mine wow i mean i mean seriously ben get his i mean and 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 look what he sacrificed and there's and there's, there there are hundreds of stories like i mean thousands and and so i i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow i really mm. don't know and I I don't know what they're telling you know the various members of Congress are, but I'm I'm just so tired of the BS man. Um, I'm tired of um, of hearing uh, what's his name Romney yesterday oh, telling God. that about talking about well I never got a phone call uh, from the White House. Well, excuse me, it, 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 you were waiting on on Biden to call you about something the Senate was involved in. <laughs> And you know, yeah, what a what a bunch of that was so be- and then you got uh Cassidy down in Louisiana basically saying, Well what what more do you black folk want? We you right. elected a a black man as president, a, a woman as vice president, uh that's not enough. And then I had a guy call me today, I, I mean it was it was such a stupid comment. I just hung up on him. And that was um uh Voter, listen to this. Voter suppression doesn't stop someone from voting.
1: <laughs> that doesn't make any sense.
0: I mean, is that what is that the true definition of an oxymoron? <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, Graham Graham says. Well, we had our, you know, our black folk voted. Man, it was record voter turnout, and that's because there were there were methods in place, drop boxes, yeah, uh, all the things that, and and so, so if if you got to, if 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 those things have made it easy, or may, let's put it, cause a record turnout, then why are the Republicans in South Carolina? And and 30, and forty plus states introducing bills to to do what make it harder. Hmm. I mean, nineteen states have passed uh, vote uh, voting bills now, passed voting bills to make it more difficult to to vote. If, if if you're bragging about how there was more people voting, particularly in the black community, then why are you changing it? Why? Why are you making it harder? This is this is this is crazy. So, I I mean, and I I don't know, I just I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I uh, listen, I'm, I'm,
1: uh Let me ask you this before you go because we we have to head to a break. But I've got to ask you this. Uh, there are a lot of people right now, Mr. Madison. A lot of senators, a lot of elected officials who are performing right now on social media because it's uh, MLK Day. Uh, Senator Tim Scott, Senator Mitch McConnell, they're babbling about MLK Day. What are your response to these elected officials right now who are lifting up um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s name on this day, but they don't support voting rights?
0: They're hypocrites. And I I, will muster up enough strength to say it as loud as I can. You're a bunch of hypocrites, and the biggest hypocrite of them all is Tim Scott. Mm. Tim Scott. If Tim Scott was a black senator in South Carolina in, during Reconstruction, they'd lynch mm. they would him. They they get him out of office. I don't know how that how he can look himself in the mirror and then sit up here and and and. And it, I mean, he knows the history just like Clyburn knows the history. And he and and and, 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 and Tim Scott is listening. The only thing I could say to you, I'm glad you weren't around to free the slaves. Hmm. I mean, he, he is the biggest hypocrite of them all. A black man with the history of South Carolina and how they stripped and lynched and killed black People in South Carolina and then Tim Scott has the nerve not to even have the decency that that has has freaking lives in Alaska. Hmm. That's what I would say. Shut the you know what up. I'm about ready to channel uh, my man Jackson, but that's okay. Um, No, really, he's the biggest hypocrite of them all. Yeah. He, I mean, what, his 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 descendants must be rolling around in their grave.
1: And he says, "I he came from cotton the Congress." He always reminds us that cotton the Congress, Tim Scott.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, well, a lot of people are, are you know, di- you know, died because they took the vote away from somebody who looks just like him. This ain't about picking cotton. I'll tell you what. Let me remind him. The hands that once picked cotton now can pick the freaking president of the United States. That's right. That's
1: right. Well, Mr. Joe Madison, I want to thank you again. I want to thank you for your advocacy. It's an honor to have you on this day, the legendary Black Eagle, Mr. Joe Madison. Of course, uh, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every every weekday here on SiriusXM Urban View, 71 days into your hunger strike. I want to thank you so much for your work on behalf of all the listeners, everybody out there. We truly appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Madison.
0: God bless, man, and and thank you, Clay. Thank you, I appreciate it, love you, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely,
1: be safe, be safe.